Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And we are here with our Tony Awards historian, Brian Hobgood. Hello again. We are celebrating the Tony Awards. It is an exciting, exciting time. I love celebrating the Tony Awards. I remember when I won my first Tony. Oh, Rob. It was Tony Danza. Cue the music. (laughs) Yeah, my flashback music. (laughs) When was the first Tony Awards? Do you remember actually watching the first Tony Awards? Yeah, the first. Oh, what a great question. The first one I ever watched was the 1986 Tony Awards. I was three years old. Wow. And my parents, because they just bought a camcorder, videotaped me watching. The Tony Awards. I'm, I'm done. I can't even handle That's it. That's awesome. I so it's kind of cool to have like a, a, a record it. of really the exact moment that you fell in love with theater. But yeah, what about wow. you? Wow. I you know I can't quite remember the the year. I have to go back and look. But I I remember sitting and watching it for the first time. Bernadette Peters was very much a part of it. Um, I, I would have to get back to you though. I think it was like '89. I want to say somewhere around then. Mm. Unless she wasn't involved in them, then I don't know. She but uh, oh, was know. she a host of the awards at all? I I don't think she's ever host. I could be wrong. I don't think she did. Did she? Mm, she might have co-hosted. With yeah, ones. yeah, that sounds right. I feel like right. she did. I feel like she, mm, I, I should. I should. We don't know. I don't. We okay. Don't know. Well, it was. I don't remember. I don't have. I don't have a, a cassette tape of uh, my parents videotaping me there, and I am uh, impressed. She. Oh my god! I used to remember she wear those. She used to wear those dresses with no shoulders. On oh, them, I know. Right? Yeah, their shoulders cleavage out and everything. That's why you liked it, didn't you, Kevin? That's why. <laughs> That's why I remember. Do you remember your first Tony Awards? Well, okay. I re- my first Tony Awards that I remember watching in full was the 97 awards when Titanic won. Oh yeah. But, but I feel like I, I can I also remember watching Leah Salonga win the Tony for Miss Saigon in 1991. Mm. So I I had seen right yeah bits and pieces I don't know if I remember watching the entire ceremony but you know what i used to love because I, I think it was in 97 do you remember when they used to do like an hour before on pbs yes yeah 
and the design and people were always always so angry they're like oh they're moving the Nash they're moving the design awards to the PBS when no one's watching but what PBS did was so cool they used to do like really in-depth discussions yes. yeah. with the designers and they would show the sketches and the set they talked to Michael John Lacusa how he wrote Wild Party and yeah and, and I'm like would, I wish yeah. they would yes I don't mind that I love I'd that rather them do that than give out those awards during the commercial breaks yeah that's just uh, offensive it's it's offensive and yeah. it's you know, you get like a three second clip of the acceptance speech, like during the commercial break. This yeah. Happened. But I, I always think it's important if you don't get to see the shows, what exactly it, it helps. What are they talking about? Yeah, right. What are they talking about? Why, what does a designer do in order to come up with their design or yeah. all of that? It gives context. To what that they was do. so interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to throw it back for a hot second to 1996. If, if I may. Okay. When Julie Andrews received a Tony nomination for Victor Victoria. Oh yeah. Uh, and nobody else did. And she withdrew her nomination. Famously. And she said, my egregiously overlooked. Egregiously. <laughs> cast and crew. My egreg- oh, So this favorite thing is about egregiously overlooked people this year mm-hmm. who should have received a nomination that did not get a nomination. Now, this was a really healthy, wonderful season because we've had so many. First of all, we had so many new musicals. Right. On Broadway, we've had so many new plays. Um, things are so wonderful. It's it's really a good time. Last season, we were talking that pretty much everything was dominated by Hamilton, right? And we played the game of Hamilton wasn't around what would have won, right? Uh, this year, nobody knows what's winning. So unfortunately, some people weren't able to get nominated. Some shows weren't able to get nominated. So what do we think has been egregiously mm-hmm. overlooked? To quote our great friend Julie Andrews. <laughs> People, shows, directors, everything. everything. So the the starting in the acting category is the first person that comes to mind who I was rocked by to steal a phrase from you, Kevin. Sorry, <laughs> is is was Richard Topol from Indecent. I am flabbergasted. Agreed. He was he, he would have been my pick to win, Agreed. let alone be nominated. Two there. Agreed. Yes. I could not believe that after seeing it. He had me in tears. Richard Topol in Indecent plays this young, nervous man who sits in on a play reading and then eventually goes to be their stage manager mm-hmm. and then becomes the keeper of the play. Um, and he's pretty much our our, our narrator he's throughout our a the lot time, of the show. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's our guide. This is a brilliant performance. Agreed. This really, was really a is. brilliant performance. And also a breakout performance because he's been doing theater for years as kind of like small bit parts or ensemble parts. And this was his real first I'm, Broadway. Agreed. Yeah, I'm looking at the leading actor category. There's there's a couple of people on there that I'm like they could easily have been moved. Well, for. he wasn't featured. He was. Oh, he was featured. featured. Oh, oh. Um, which uh, I still. I, oh, I, oh it's, it's it's a tough category. I oh, I see one person that I'm yeah. like I could get rid of. Mm-hmm. No offense, because he's a wonderful actor, but yeah. I thought that the <laughs> the whole musical. Sunset Boulevard was overlooked a little bit mm-hmm. in certain categories. I not obviously Glenn Close couldn't have won because she already won for that. I thought it could have been up maybe for a revival because it was a new production. It it was a mm-hmm. new version of a production. I felt like at least could be in that category. It's very intimate. Uh, it's it's in in terms of the fact that it's not like yes right. aesthetically it's 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 more it's scaled down. Not intimate, say what you want about the piece down. or the production itself, mm-hmm. but I just thought it. I thought it could have been recognized in some way. I felt like they definitely got overlooked. Mm. And I thought when you played Norma Desmond at Algonquin, well, you know, that you were overlooked in that production. <laughs> Thank mm. you, Rob. Yeah, should have seen my, my just wig. Like Norma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that you called it a grassroots production where you performed on the set when everyone had gone home. But that's right. I, I thought it was wonderful. Just me in a ghost light. Yeah, and I don't know why security <laughs> had to be called, but I thought you did such a really, really good job. 
Did you see the significant other? I did. I did. Yes, Gideon Glick. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's, you you don't think? Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have contrasting thoughts on this. Rob. This, I love it. I, okay, so let's just lay out the facts. Of what, <laughs> let's of, lay out the facts, and we'll let the audience decide. Significant Other is a play by Joshua Harmon that had a nice a millennial, a millennial, a nice off Broadway run, and it was about a millennial gay man in his twenties who's looking around as all of his female friends are getting married one by one. Um, and there's a lead actor in it named Gideon Glick, who I thought gave... That's it. That's all we need to know. So I thought he gave a brilliant performance. <laughs> I loved it. I thought he should have been nominated for leading actor because uh, he carried the show, and I thought he was wonderful, and I thought he was funny. Say what you want about the play, mm-hmm. because I do think there's problems with the play itself. But I thought his performance should have at least received a nomination. Why it didn't, uh, I think, is because the Tony. I, I have I, I have feelings about the age demographic between who's nominating and what they're seeing on stage. Yes, and this indeed. was a very. The story was ga- aimed at a very specific audience. That's just my opinion. Totally, Mr. Hobgood. Yeah, uh, I get. I, I f- understand that sentiment, but as someone who probably falls into that demographic of who the play was geared towards, I. Well, I really just didn't enjoy the play at all. I found it to be pretty rough uh, all around. But I, if Gideon Glick had been nominated, I would have said, like, yeah, okay, you deserve to be nominated. He gave a good performance. That being said, um, I'm happy with the five nominees. Like, I, if you took out somebody, it'd be Dennis Arndt from Heisenberg, but I think that he is just, he was really solid in that two-man show, two, two-person show. But for me, Gideon, like... <sighs> He has one really emotional scene at the end, which is, like, good. But as I was sitting there watching it, and I, we have a mutual friend who saw it with me, actually, and he, he has a lot to say about the same, same performance. It just felt like it didn't go anywhere. Like, it, he started at a 10 and didn't have an arc. It was just like... You think that's the writing, or you think that's... No, I think it was him. I mean, I think it's both. I think I think the writing doesn't necessarily allow for that, but I think a good actor can can take that and make it work. Mm. And I was fine with Gideon, but I I couldn't really separate whether I didn't like the performance or whether I didn't like him, which is not a good thing. I because I found the character to be so incredibly unlikable right. that yeah, y- you well, know, yeah. And if you can't separate yourself from that, I. I just, I was like, are you just annoying to me? Like, also the idea that this character is supposed to be down on himself because he is, like, you know, in the gay world and he doesn't feel like he's as attractive as some of the other people or what. But getting Glick's not a bad-looking guy. <laughs> like, he's he's fairly attractive. He's fairly fit. And so to have him stand there on stage and kind of bemoan, like, oh, woe is me, and then be judgmental against other people, I was like, mm. oh, I don't love this. And it really rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. So I I get that. I get that. In the, I, I think that's a writing issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally understand. However, I thought he gave a really good performance. Sure. And I think he should. I'm, there's some people on this list that I'm like, I don't want to mention any more names, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Only <laughs> five. What'd you say? So there's only five. Hey, Anastasia. <laughs> She should have gotten a nomination. She should. I been. think that Chris Christy Altamore, Altamare? Yeah, yeah. 
She is so fantastic, yeah. and she is so wonderful up there, and, and I'm, I'm so angry. You are. I'm really angry, because I think it's a great performance. I think she beautifully acts the role. I think she beautifully sings the role. I think she has a wonderful stage presence. Say what you want about the show. And then I'm looking at the list of the people who did get nominated. I, I agree that she should have been nominated. But based on the list of the five, damn it, there's only one person on the list of five that I would take off, and I don't mind saying who it is. Uh, I I don't think Danae Benton should have been nominated for Great Comet. I I was really underwhelmed by her performance, especially having seen Philippa Sue do it off Broadway. Oh, okay, I agree. And and look, she sounded fine, but she she's carrying that show. I mean, Natasha is the. I mean, obviously. You know, Anastasia is the name of the show, too, and she's Anastasia. But Natasha is the first word in the title of that show. You have to be freaking strong night after night. And she was so bland, and she couldn't hit the top notes in her soprano. I was so unimpressed. Um, so I would have given Christy Altamere that spot. Where the hell is Christy Altamere? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I still think that she should have been nominated, though. I think you're right. Totally. Whoever wins, when Bette Midler accepts that award, I'm going to tackle her and be like, Christy, it's for you. Oh, bad. She's like so Kanye bad. and like Taylor Kanye. Swift. That's good. Oof. Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> That's yep. exactly right. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What else? Any, any other things that we're forgetting here? I have got... a few, but, but Kevin, you haven't uh, said one yet. I would like to just give a little shout-out to Philippa Sue because... Amelie, <laughs> I actually found it quite charming. I find I find her very charming. She though. is. She's, she's a charming and, actress. And she's the face of that show. Um, and I thought she really gave a really nice performance and was stunning in it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. I just came <laughs> up. No, 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 no. I just came up. I just realized something. Remember what how we were talking about on the other show about you know crew that we feel bad yeah. for. I feel bad for that Anna, the Anastasia, the Amelie marketing team who came up with an entire new marketing campaign and put it in every single subway station in New York City, and then we're told a week after the new posters went up, the show was closing. Right. That that marketing team, I feel bad for. Sorry. Um, raspberries. Yeah. I didn't even realize she had raspberry fingers because everything was red. It's red in the background. So I was like, I'm like, everyone's like raspberry fingers. I'm like, what are you talking about? I actually, when we did the other the the show about um, you know categories that don't exist, I kind of I was gonna throw you guys a curveball and add a category of like best um, de- like marketing design. Oh, that's like poster. And I would have given worst poster to Amelie because it was. Like you, why do you have the raspberries on your fingers if you're in the red background? Yeah, I couldn't uh, figure that out. Like, <laughs> it drove me crazy. Feels God, like... I went. Nobody was in that audience. Really? That makes me mm-hmm. so sad when you go see a show and you're like the yeah. empty seats everywhere. Eek. It makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Now, regardless of what you think of the show, it makes me so sad. 
Ay, ay, ay. Um, I have one or two other just like shout outs to people who didn't get nominated who I think should have been, if I can name them real quick. Yes. We don't have to talk about them in depth if you don't want to, but name them. I thought Barrett Doss should have been nominated for Groundhog Day. Yes, she was fabulous. Because I think as much as Andy Carl does in that show, I think she kind of provides the necessary heart there. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that, uh, Speaking of present laughter before, Kevin Klein, I thought Kate Burton should have been nominated. Oh, and a heartbeat. She was awesome. Always amazing. She was great. Katrina Lankin in Decent, too. That featured actress in a a play category kind of had me a little... But, um, I yeah, I thought those people should have been nominated. I think that's probably... Those are probably my my peeps. Anybody? anybody, No, I think we we all did did pretty good. I like that. Yeah, just a couple that I was like, oh... Oh, we were talking about this before we went on air. Uh, Alice and Janney and right. Six yeah. Degrees of Separation didn't <laughs> right. get a nomination. I would have liked her to have been nominated. Um, yeah. But I also don't like Kate Blanchett as an actress. I've never liked her ever, so I'm a little biased. But um, it, Like as a movie actress, you know? Uh, yeah. And I mean, I've seen her. I saw her at BAM last year, uh, and I did not see The Present. It was the only show this year that I did not see. You saw we it, right, Kevin? It. Yeah, you loved it. Sutton and I saw I loved it. Interesting. And we were like in the back too, okay. with people talking the whole time, and we were. St- it was. It played like, like a like a, a drama, like okay. a television drama. Really, it All was right. really well done. Yeah, she but you was, liked it. But she was Kate Blanchett. I mean, she was yeah. like doing her thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's. But she also does movies. Goes back to Melbourne and d- does her theater. I mean, she does mm-hmm. movies to fund her theater, basically. Right, because that's her. And love. you can tell yeah. that she flexes that muscle mm-hmm. often. She's not just like some movie star coming on stage trying to like act. I mean, she really is strong. And that was an ensemble piece because they've been acting that play for like a year and a yeah. half. So you could you could sense that, that they were together. It was tight. So I, I, I think it's cool that she got a nomination. Do you guys watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite line from, from last season is when Titus insults Kate Blanchett and uh, his boyfriend says, what do you mean? Kate Blanchett's a great actress. And Titus goes, is she or is she just tall? <laughs> it's the best joke of the entire season. <laughs> she just is she just and then they like she? pause and think about it. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh. oh, I loved her in Blue Jasmine. Oh yeah, as the a Woody movie. Allen. I liked her Woody? in Blue Jasmine. No. Yeah, it was a movie. Woody, Woody yeah. Allen movie. Yeah, it's the one she won the Oscar for. Yeah. the second one, right? It was like Streetcar Named Desire, just mm-hmm. through Woody Allen's eyes. Uh-huh. But it was very good. good. So that's it. I think everyone else at that point has been not egregiously overlooked, but egregiously. No, how would you say it? Like. I want to say like egregiously overlooked, but they've been justly rewarded. I think so. Justly rewarded. I don't think there's any real, except for Christy and you, you mentioned, I don't think anyone, I think they did a good job this year recognizing yeah. people for the most part. And the other thing is, as we talked about before, it's such a strong season with so many good performances that like someone's going to get left out. Yeah. And that's oh, us. Yeah. But the only ones that were, I think, egregiously overlooked, well, maybe only one is, is Christy Altamere. I think she really probably deserved the nomination, but um, the other ones you could make an argument for you know, right. someone had to be left. Maybe out. if the show was stronger, who knows? But right. yeah, which one? Anastasia. I actually didn't. If hate the piece well. was stronger, I, I think it, it might have. I liked Anastasia. I really did. Except, I'll tell you what I didn't like. I I'm gonna be. I've never seen the movie. Oh, that's. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, so I've never seen the movie. Totally. Well, that that will do it. Is the subplot? With the Russian Roman guy? Car- no. no. They took that from the original movie. The original movie. They took that from oh. the original. So it, the, they market it saying that it's based on the movie's yeah. 
Both the animated movie and the original real life movie. Guests. <laughs> like <I> was in... <laughs> that part was the only, that was the weak part of the show for me, for sure. I mean, it was that, yeah. why? And then it was like we felt like we stretched this all out. I could have been well, shorter. the worst was conversation. Is it? Can I do a spoiler alert? If anyone's for Anastasia, you know, do a spoiler alert? Is no. That okay? At this point, no. I doubt there's all good. Gonna be a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Was at the end when she's like, "Okay, now I'm now I'm in charge," and he come running. He comes running in with the gun. How'd you get like, in? And he's like, "I'm gonna shoot you." I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Guards. I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah. No, that made no sense. I'm like, and I'm like, I know she can't die because she's Anastasia. Like, <laughs> no, she can't. There's die. no dramatic tension at all. <laughs> so, like, what's gonna You're happen? Like, okay. And I'm sorry, I, I have an issue in, like, a children's show. Like, a guy is just run on stage with a gun and he's going to blow her head off. I'm like, I'm sorry, this doesn't really work for me. Yeah. I felt bad for him because I think he's such a lovely actor. R- ramen. Yeah, I, I really mean, do. Ramen. I mean, I think he's he's so, Ramen. That's his name. R- noodle. He, he, he his name is noodles. Noodle House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His parents were great Noodle Houses. <laughs> um, but no, I'm just, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, he's a great performer. Because I was like, "What is it? What is it? What's like? What's happening right yeah. now?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Songs about like Mother Russia and like what it was like to live in the past. And I'm like, "What's happening?" <laughs> Let me have. Yeah. Where's John Bolton? Can he come out and dance a little Whoa. bit more? <laughs> Vlad, I love John Bolton. Me too. He's so funny. Oh, Caroline O'Connor didn't get. She didn't. I'm okay with her not getting nominated, but actually, I would have preferred her over Mary Beth Pyle. Oh, uh, because yeah. I think her dance number in Act Two is. Off the She's chain. amazing. She's yeah, incredible. I agree. We should yeah. get her for the show. I'd love to talk to her. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't she be great to talk to? Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Oh, you were? Oh, yeah. Mary Beth. I thought Mary Beth was fine. How did she get that nomination? That's the thing. It's like, if you're going to nominate someone from Anastasia, you can I mean, we'll talk. A, well, yeah, we'll talk about but that when we talk I, about that. Yeah, but, I just, I don't know. I'm, I, and Brantley has her winning. <laughs> yeah. But, Please. I, I have thoughts but, about Brantley and Jesse Green's picks. But the Tony Awards are, it's like any other award show, which is there's the people who should win and who should be nominated and the people who are going to get it because they've been in the business for 90 right. years or because it's their turn. Um, so maybe she was one of those. Although I liked, I really, I liked her in it. I thought she was doing good work in it. I see why she got nominated. If she got nominated for Dangerous Liaisons, then we'd have a whole other That'd topic. That'd be fun. Because at that point, I'm like, I didn't even... Re- I totally forgot that show was, was even in part of this yeah. I'm in the minority. I freaking loved it. You loved With it? the exception of Liv Schreiber, who was vastly miscast. All yeah. I heard were negative things about it. He was terrible. It. I don't care what anyone says. Janet McTeer can oh, do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, she is true. phenomenal. She was great. And honestly, if it had been better received, she should have been nominated. Let's put Janet McTeer into war paint. Who did she do Mary Stewart with? You know they should. You know what they should do instead of War Paint? Hmm. They should do a musical kind of like War Paint, but it's about B. Arthur and Betty White not liking each other on the Golden Girls set. Yes. That should be a feud. Tell Ryan Murphy that should be the next feud. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Harriet Walter. Harriet Walter. Job. <laughs> and like, Janet McTeer should do War <laughs> there Paint. There it is. In rep, I think that would be great. Don't you? Yes. <laughs> And then maybe Laura Lenny and Cynthia Golden Rage. go over and, and talk their way through the song. Well, no, they're just going to do Sideshow instead. Oh, that would be great. Could Christine Ebersole and Patti LuPone go do Little Foxes? I would kill to see <laughs> Patti LuPone do Regina. Are you kidding me? Wouldn't that be great? Yes. <laughs> she would chew it up. She wouldn't She wouldn't just like poise, let her uh, husband die of poison. She'd no. push him down the stairs. She would push him down yeah. the stairs, mm-hmm. then stamp on him. Yeah. 
And then take his cell phone away. Yeah, exactly. Not, and turn it off and put it, it back. All right. This was our egregiously yeah. overlooked favorite things. All of you. We love you. We love you. Come Tell us house. what you think. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Who do you think was egregiously overlooked besides Kevin's beautiful as production? As egregious. <laughs> I just love you. Egregiously overlooked. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.